You are listening to a special edition of Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 37. Uh-huh, that's right. Here we go. One more year. The special edition is one that only rolls around once a year. Yes, this is the birthday edition, and I guess now I have to call myself in my mid-50s. But yes, October 30th in, in 1959, four hours before midnight that my mother, being the very spiritual, very fundamental woman that she was, woman of faith, God rest her soul, had her firstborn child been born on Halloween, I never would have heard the end of it. But as the universe had it planned, four hours before, yes, I'm a Scorpio with a very Neptunian chart. So that's what you got. Anyway, I thought it would be very appropriate on my birthday when we talk about celebrating the creation of our life, this life, that we talk about what might have happened before we got here. And if you remember back to podcast 34, I introduced you to Anu Shiasta. And Anu does work in two primary areas. One is angels, which we talked about in 34, And she does a lot of work in past life regression, past life therapy. So I thought on my birthday, let's turn the tables. And I'm going to give you a gift of about 30 minutes listening to Anu Shiasta on a topic you might not have quite explored before. But a birthday is a great time to take a look at it. Here is Anu Shiasta. Anu, welcome back. Thank you for coming back to Subconscious Mind Mastery. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. (laughs) We had a great conversation back on podcast number 34. If you missed that, if you're you're listening, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of people pick up this podcast from iTunes. So, you know, it's kind of reverse build. We're building forward, but people are listening backwards. So, hi, whichever direction you're coming, if you're listening numerically up or down, we're glad you're here. All right, we're going to talk today about uh, a subject that um, it was foreign to me. In fact, it was taboo to me. And then you're going to add an extra dimension on this that, honestly, Anu, I've never heard about before. So this is going to be something that you'll just have to take me as though I have never explored this, and we'll walk through it together. And hopefully in doing this, it's going to broaden people's perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that I would ask our people as you know, people listening to this on a regular basis is just broaden your perspective and listen to what Anu is going to tell us because I know these things are very real for you and these are experiences for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about past lives. I came up from a Christian background. There were none. You lived one life and then you stood before the throne of God and you were judged. What's your perspective on that we do have a multi-dimension and that we have lived something before, at least our soul has? Well, I also had a Christian background. I grew up in Finland, and um, when I was a child, Christianity does not um, talk about or teach reincarnation. And so I did not really have access to that information. However, um, as a child, I would see repeatedly dreams about myself in in ancient Egypt, and I would be running around some long corridors and looking myself in the mirror, I saw this Egyptian young woman uh, looking back at me, and I was, and in the morning I would wake up and I was, 
I went to the mirror and I, I was like shocked to see my face. <laughs> both were mine, but they were different. You know, they both have the same essence, but it looked different. So it was very um, strange for, for a young girl. And I, I would see also um, dreams about being in the Holocaust um, and and different dreams just started coming to me as a child, but I didn't really understand them. So I was just thinking of them as dreams, but I, I did kind of carry throughout my life um, as an interest of who am I? <laughs> who am I? Have I lived before? And what is this thing called reincarnation? Does it, is it real? What is it? But only until, only when um, around 2000, I started having more dreams again. And I would see dreams about myself in Ireland in, in the medieval times. And that made me think, okay, I'm going to have to look at this and go to a past life regression. And I did. And it was one of the most amazing experiences. It was like I was right back in time. So my physical body reacted. My heart started, you know, going faster. I was crying all of a sudden. It, it just... And it, reliving and seeing those past memories as if I was I was watching, you know, the, the scenes going in front of my eyes and my body felt them. Hmm. Uh, a very powerful experience. So instantly I knew, OK, I need to learn this method. Mm -hmm. This is uh, this is incredible. There's something I, here. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how did you study it then? Um, I went to study um, to an institute in Finland. It's it's a uh, that teaches regression therapy so um it was an incredible experience for me because when you're learning a new method you also get a lot of you, you are regressed a lot <laughs> <laughs> so i got to really explore myself and i realized that you know and, and i mentioned um earlier in uh, earlier podcast about um having a difficult marriage um and it was about that time when I had just divorced and I was rediscovering myself again when I when I started studying the past life regression. And one of the most incredible moments was after a past life um, where I, I saw, you know, my ex-husband there and I went up to heaven to meet my soul family. He was there and I just instantly realized, wow. And, and the energy was really good. He was right radiating light and just like everybody else mm -hmm. i was like wow okay and it just it came to, it hit me like he was playing a role like in this life he was being my teacher and we're all playing roles for each other and in different lives sometimes we we take on the difficult role and sometimes but it's it's all a part of a bigger plan and i think that is one of the most incredible things that past life regression teaches is to look at the people in your life in a different light. And sometimes, the, like you say, that soul group, these people who are in our life now, have mm -hmm. shown up over and over and over in different capacities, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We tend to want to be born uh, with the same, we kind of have soul contracts with people in our lives. And, and um, when my son, my youngest son, was about three or four, he once told me that mom once I can be your, I, I have been, I don't remember exactly what it I can or I have been your mom and my name is Maria. Hmm. And he would tell me also about his past lives in or, or visions in Egypt. And he was a little boy. He didn't think about them as past lives or whatever. But he would tell me detailed, you know, 
explanations about his dreams and then he would suddenly say that he could be my mom and I've actually seen a past life where he has been my mom and now he's my son so it's weird but but you know it, it makes sense it really does we we are born you know people that we love souls do bond certain souls do bond more and we just want to take on different roles so we can learn uh, safely together with people we, we really care about that's really interesting. I could uh, I could hear your conversations then you know, about <laughs> now. Be careful how you talk to your mother. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Turn that around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be a little difficult to role play which uh, which one we're dealing with here. Right. And so that's the you know one of the questions that I could imagine people are just screaming right now is well how do I know what my purpose is for this life? Mm-hmm. Well. When you see where you're coming from, you see the events. If you try past life regression, you can uh, realize what your past experiences have been. Have you, for example, the past 100 or 200 years, have you been really struggling? Or what has the theme been there? Or maybe the past two lives or or 1,000 years. Some people work on the same kind of sub-topics for a long time. And they never learn. Uh, and then when you realize that, whoa, I've been doing the same thing for a thousand years. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make a change now. And I'm deciding to be happy. This is the life when I'm going to do what my soul really wants to do. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get that perspective, that realization, because you understand where you're coming from. But if you, if you, uh, I mean, there are different ways of getting to that realization. I, I don't say that past life regression is the only way to realize where you're coming from because you can just work with energies and and just heal the past lives without knowing but i feel like and i've learned from my experience that really remembering is a very powerful and very quick way of of uh clearing karma or making changes in life well i think like you said it helps you hone in on what the issues are right Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask, so what is the significance? How do we bring the significance of past life therapy and regression into our current life? I think you just answered it, really, mm-hmm. right? It just points us, to, points us the way quicker. And it helps us forgive people easier. We realize we, there's no need to be bitter. There's no need to be bitter because if, if you um, are bitter for your, your ex for this lifetime, you know, next life you're going to have a bigger challenge. So why not forgive and, you know, become loving and understand, you know, building a friendship and realizing, wow, thank you for, for what you taught me. Now I'm a stronger person and uh, I don't need your lessons anymore. And it doesn't mean that we're letting, you know, a toxic situation go. Forgiveness does not, not that mean that. It just means releasing in a loving way. And I feel that is one powerful thing that past life regression teaches us is to look at our relationships in a more healthy way. When I finally embraced this and starting look, started looking at it, that's exactly what came through for me. It totally changed the perspective of looking at what was around me right now, what was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. You work on 12radio.com, 12academy.com, 12listen.com. Those are all the brainchild of a guy by the name of Mark Husson. Mm-hmm. And Mark is an astrologer extraordinaire and has also extended it out into these other areas. 
Do mm-hmm. you work back with astrology at all? Because one of the things that interested me with that is the natal chart, our birth chart, shows so much about our parents. And it almost yes. validates this, that it tells us our birth chart. I mean, if you think about taking that snapshot <laughs> of about a 10-minute window of mm. when we're born, and in there is our who we've chosen to be our parents and what they look like and their characteristics and their struggles. And I think also embedded in there is some of our life purpose. Do you believe that? Absolutely. I'm not an astrologer. Um, I'm not very familiar. I can't do charts for people or read the stars. <laughs> but it is so fascinating. And I do, like you said, I do work with, uh, you know, Mark Husson and want to listen is is has a lot of incredible astrologers on the site giving um, you know uh, astrology readings. I do uh, angel readings there, but a lot of people work on astrology, and it's a powerful thing. And I've, got, I've gotten several um, astrology charts done to myself as well, um, and it, it really shows us the life purpose kind of tendencies and and why the life is the way it is, and helping us understand and using the tools that we have maybe more efficiently because we know that, uh, oh, I, I've seen that I have that ability of, um, you know, whatever the chart shows, but I haven't used that. So maybe this is the time and it shows that, okay, whatever we're learning about ourselves is, is already in the charts also. However, I do believe that there is a free will, so we're here to create, but it's kind of that foundation there that helps us um, kind of navigate through life. In a positive way. Absolutely. I think it validates the point. It, mm-hmm. You know, when you look at it and you think, oh, my God, you know, how could that wheel tell you so much about your parents? I mean, that's, right. wow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that you have to, like you say, when children uh, see these things and these images, and then when you do a regression session and... Mm-hmm. And it starts to come clear. You just have to you have to take a look at it. If you've been closed to it in the past, I would certainly encourage you to take a look at it and open up to it. Right. Do you connect past lives with you know that so much of what I've talked about on this podcast is how our subconscious mind gets programmed. Mm-hmm. But then the other element is there was some kind of a stamp when we arrived as well. So what's the connection between past lives and our current subconscious programming? Well, all the subconscious programming, there is a lot of programs that are running from past lives. And that is why going to, you know, doing past life therapy helps us turn off those programs that we don't no longer need. Sometimes we hold grudge, you know, to somebody who hurt us uh, in a, a thousand years ago. And we don't, we're completely unaware of that. But when you go into that memory, you realize, oh, my gosh, I still feel that way because you feel it. When you go back into the memory that is stored somewhere in your subconscious, you go back through um, hypnosis. You just are, are like, wow, you, you're experiencing it again. So that program, whatever you can tune in that easily from a session, you know, just one session, you can go and tune into that emotion. It, you can turn it off. Hmm. And so we have so much happening in our subconscious mind, and we, we, it's estimated that actually uh, only 3% of our processing power is, is, is conscious, and 97 is in the subconscious mind. So our subconscious mind is really running the show here. So it's a good idea to clean out 
you know, just clean out the, the programs from your subconscious mind that you don't want to see, you know, um, working and affecting your behavior, affecting your decisions. And you can really identify those programs also by taking a good look at your life and see, is my life really healthy? Am I really uh, attracting um, healthy relationships? Uh, am I doing the work I, I enjoy doing? Or do I feel like my work is meaningless? Um, is money really hard to come by? Is it? Am I constantly struggling? Maybe there is, a, if you have a money issue, maybe in a past life, you made a decision, money is evil. It's a root of all evil uh, or, or that it's better be poor and, um, you know, being too much, having too much money is a sin or whatever. There could be any kind of programs there that are running and affects everything we do right now. So if we connect with that, what are the tools to make the shift? Well, there are, of course, many tools. I love angel light hypnosis and past life regression. Both are really powerful for that. But um, even without therapy, just any kind of spiritual work, hmm. you know, anytime we have any kind of spiritual work, there are many, many methods, and they all lead to the same end result, which is freedom, <laughs> freedom from, from uh, these negative programming that we are so that are not serving our highest good so it could be as simple as meditation because once we meditate we clear our mind so we have a lot of thoughts every single moment there are a lot of thoughts that we're not aware of and in meditation we clear out those so anytime we meditate we clean out some some of them come back but some of them might be released for good (laughs) so any any spiritual work is helpful. And not everything works for everybody. Absolutely. That's true. So as we're working through this, the issues in this life, and as you mentioned, so let's say that there's been a theme or a particular area that has not been resolved over a couple of lifetimes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yes. So here you show up again, and now all of a sudden you start to become aware and begin to actually work and change that dynamic. Will that be changed then going forward? If if there is anyone that you think of right now that you haven't forgiven or that you feel like, oh, I hate that person <laughs> or anything like that, you can be sure that, that it's that same energy when it was active, when that's emotion was triggered is going to come back whether it's coming back this lifetime maybe you said i'll never want to deal with that person again you can make that decision but eventually if not in this life then the next life it will come back they will come back as your mother (laughs) 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 so it's better to deal with them right now when we have this wonderful chance because then we can really really be free and that's what it's all about i um went to see the you know the band the eagles mm-hmm. hotel california and desperado right. and all that mm-hmm. they played here in dallas last night and i went and i was sitting here thinking about this in our talk today and i thought you know in my next life i want to come back as either don henley or joe walsh <laughs> right. that would be awesome <laughs> well you could be someone like that that's but... right <laughs> except except the tour buses will be a whole lot more high tech It'll be a lot cooler to be a rock star in that life. Yeah. So are we setting up our next life? 
Yes, we are. We're absolutely doing that. And also, in um, I, I do a lot in when I train uh, past life regressionists or angel light hypnosis healers. We do actually look at the future lives as well. So that is not something that is set in stone, but we can see what is coming for us now. And if we're completely happy, then we know if it's like, wow, this is amazing. I can't wait for this life. This is wonderful. So I'm going to enjoy this life now and know that more good is coming. But if it's something that you don't like, then you realize, oh, I'm going to, I'm creating that right now. So what it is that I need to change right now. So I'm taking a course. We're always choosing. There are many possible, um, you know, ways to live this life. So every decision we make every day affects on where we're going in the future, what what is happening in five years, 10 years, you know, next life. So, um, you know, kind of becoming aware of what we're creating now for our future, then we can, we can heal that. Wow. That would give people some things to think about. Mm -hmm. We had talked originally in getting ready for this about discussing Atlantis. I know that's something that you have studied. Yes, I'm very passionate about Atlantis and um, it came to me, I started remembering my past lives in Atlantis through past life regression. And it was a time when I didn't really know about Atlantis and I was suddenly in this era and I was knew it, it, it resembled nothing like I remember from reading history books. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So I started having those, you know, going back, and there was a couple of different, in one of them, um, I was a, um, a male uh, priest, and I was teaching kind of science to, to um, children or possibly teenagers. So we, I, I was kind of doing magical things that seem magical, but the more I've gone back, the more I realize, oh, that's not magic. We can do that. <laughs> it's not, it just seems magic. It's same like cars are magical. If you ask somebody uh, 200 years back, it would be, or computers like, oh, that's magic. You, you're possessed or something like that. It, it's, it's so different, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, sure. So, so um, the more I, I went, started going back, I realized, hey, this is not, this is not so um, incredible. I mean, it's incredible, but at the same time, started feeling more and more natural that we can do that. It's all about um, learning a new skill. For example, telekinesis, like we can move things. Um, I can't do that in this lifetime. I don't. I guess that gene isn't active right now. <laughs> <laughs> or I just don't believe in it enough. I haven't mastered that skill, but I know that it's within me and it's within us all that we could if the evolution or this, you know, we would be ready for that. And I believe we're getting ready for, for all the Atlantean, you know, the, the direct telepathy that is associated with Atlantis and those skills. But um, yes. Was it a more advanced society in some ways or in every way than ours? Um, I would say in every way, and, and it's important to remember Atlantis was um, civilization that lasted over 200,000 years. Mm. So when I talk about Atlantis and the, the Atlantean time I'm particularly interested in and um, is a life where I was a female priestess, actually, um, it, it was a golden Atlantean time. And in golden Atlantis, the technology was really high tech. We had uh, levitation disks. 
And so we had mastered anti-gravity or, or whatever technology they were using and crystal technology. Everything was powered by crystals and using solar energy, using um, the electromagnetic radiation you know, from the stars and, and everything was just powering. There was, it was clean energy and it was really, very powerful. So I believe that we are, we are um, getting there slowly, but we are starting to use more solar power and even crystals in technology these days, but we're still far behind from the Atlantean golden time. So, uh, but life in Atlantis was not always, I mean, we had all that technology, but people lived kind of a simple life in the same time. There was, um, people loved gardening and meditation and spending time in nature really living a spiritual life and houses were very small the the, the houses i remember the the island i lived in at least uh, and we can all have a little different memories but the island i we had dome homes and it was like one room but it was somehow separated with energy fields in different you know bedroom and kind of that area so it was very small and very simple because we didn't really need to own much stuff. We, we weren't afraid of not having enough. Like these days we want um, two cars and a big house and a boat. And I don't know. We just want stuff because we, there was a fear of not having enough or, or something else that's going on in the conscious. But, uh, but in Atlantis, people didn't really care about owning because we were mostly like moving being in the moment knowing that we have all that we need we have the food we have the clothes we have the technology we need and it it, it was a fifth dimensional living everybody worked together there was cooperation instead of competition and uh children were uh, when they went to schools as a very young age they were they all learned science and maths and and language and all that but they were really looking from the very first year of a child what they're good at and helping them if somebody wants to be an artist and that would be encouraged because everybody if we would all do what we really love doing there would be a place for us all and we would all thrive was connecting with atlantis was this something that you asked for specifically for these recollections um well not at first at first it just came to me uh randomly i was just exploring my past lives and whoa there there it was atlantis and then more and more uh, lifetimes came to me and i started wanting to learn more about it and understanding atlantis and how significant atlantis is to for us humans today because we are in a, we are creating that shift in consciousness of um humanity right now so we are raising our vibration back to the golden atlantean energy of fifth dimension this is what's happening on earth right now and that's why people are remembering atlantis that's why we are talking about atlantis Mm -hmm. right now here in the Mm -hmm. show because it is important it's not just a memory it's not just a past life it is our inspiration and we can do better because atlantis is not a perfect example because it failed (laughs) at the end (laughs) (laughs) well um, hopefully we're not to that same demise anytime soon, um, <laughs> at least in these lives. But uh, this is such an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. So what I was going to ask was how the Atlantis memories and the fact that you are a high priestess there, a yeah. female high priestess, how is that affecting you today? And I'll bet it's tied a lot of the work that you're doing now sounds like the kind of work that would be um, 
a parlay of that. Absolutely. When I started remembering that life and, and uh, Archangel Gabriel is constantly tapping my shoulder, Anna, we, we need to write a book about this. <laughs> so I will be doing <laughs> that someday. You. Okay. <laughs> There it is. He's been doing that for a year, but I'm working on my other book right now. So, but um, it, it's definitely coming because I have so many memories that I want to share. But um, how it is affecting me, it's empowered me as a woman, as a human being. It's empowered me, making me realize, hey, I can really make a difference. I can really help. I can do something really meaningful in this world. And um, something that brings me joy and helps me be all that I am. And it, it is what a priestess does. They help others, empower others. I feel empowered when I see my clients being empowered. So it's not just I'm giving a quick fix, you know, like, okay, let's do a meditation journey and, oh, that was fun and move on. No, those every sessions helps people be empowered and becoming their own, you know, realizing their own magnificence and what they can really do, work the magic. As a priestess in Atlantis, I, I work with magic every day. And uh, although I don't have the same tools right now, because those are uh, were, uh, some of them were lost in, uh, at the fall of Atlantis, and, and we're rediscovering them now. But there's still so much incredible things we, we can do with the Atlantean knowledge. And, and one of the things um, is a manifesting, for example, is, is that our thoughts and emotions are really making a difference, and we can really shape our life the way we want it to. And Atlanteans were super quick, very, very powerful manifestors. So they didn't have to wait as long as uh, sometimes we feel like we need to wait <laughs> for things to manifest. But we are getting there. And I'm feeling that already, that shift that we're becoming faster and better manifestors with the Atlantean energy. Mm, very interesting. Anu, you are very available for people to connect with you. Tell us how we can find you on the air and on the web. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I do have a website, anushiasta.com. You you're always uh, welcome to visit my website. And uh, for healing sessions, I do both angel readings and also past life regression sessions and angel light hypnosis sessions on onetolisten.com. So I have a profile page there, and you can scroll down and see all the things that I offer, and you can schedule an appointment there. Um, and I do have a weekly radio show on One Two Radio called Heaven on Earth. It airs every Monday, um, 11 a.m. Pacific. And um, yeah, I'm also available on Facebook, so Anushiasta Facebook page. What time does your radio show air in Finland? In Finland, it is Mondays. Um, what does that translate to? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. local mm -hmm. time in Finland. Right. All right. So those of you picking us up in Finland... And 7 p.m. UK time. <laughs> and that's 12radio.com. Right. Mm -hmm. And you book, if somebody was interested in a past life regression, they would book that through 12listen.com? Correct. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were clear on that. Yes. One, two, listen. 12 listen. All right. Excellent. Anu, <laughs> thanks again for joining us. You are delightful, and I really appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you so much. It was wonderful. And the only other thing that I would add to this is just to say that over the last several days, especially the last about 48 hours prior to my birthday, the angels that we talked about back in Podcast 34 have been so visible and so prominent, I really can't tell you how incredible it's been, how they've been showing up. So I would encourage you 
to go back and take a look at that because it is just it's so real. It's so dynamic. And I will tell you, the way that they're showing up is just fun. They're having fun pointing me in certain directions. It's playful. It's really refreshing. And it's great. Angel Connections. Go back and listen to Podcast 34. Anu, thank you for being on this birthday edition. I appreciate it. We will see her back in a future podcast down the road sometime. Thank you for listening. As always, enjoy your journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.